up, my people. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is Quinn. <laughs> and this is I'm Quinn Riley. And that is Riley. <laughs> and welcome to the Q&R Code podcast, everybody. <laughs> Quinn was just welcome. in an absolute 100% reclined position in front of her <laughs> little camera, just actually had a propped up on her little elbow laying down and realized this is no way to podcast and i i appreciate the forethought of being like i can't actually sustain being in this position for a long period of time because boy does my body feel that stuff yeah i stayed late at the tattoo studio last night because i was late tattooing but then also one of my co-workers wanted my help taking photos and so immediately snapped back into full-blown photographer mode like i have the mode and the switch flips and my back like i was just you know felt like high school early college days like doing so many photo shoots and the positions i would be in same same positions i used to shoot full on like paid photographs like photo shoots and i was like um, just down on the maybe- floor <laughs> yes. no literally my knees buckled in like i looked like a mushroom i'm like i this is maybe the one worse thing i could have done for my body than being a tattoo artist is being a photographer i was hurting i'm like yeah 24 is really showing on me like (laughs) oh my god Uh, my back it is crazy just going back to pt these past couple appointments back being a physical therapy girly i am like oof i really feel it now like i can't believe that at every point in your life you'll just feel like that about only a couple years ago of course i'm not saying you can never improve how your body feels and you can never be getting stronger as you age or more flexible whatever it is you definitely can but there are certain things that smaller younger bodies just are able to do that i'm like unreal just even stuff like sleeping on the floor or in the car for a night the way that that feels on my body versus when in high school i'm like oh i can't believe the conditions that we could just tolerate sleeping on a school bus driving hours across the state yeah and that and it truly never bothered me and what is hideous and horrendous and why i do now be like okay i'm already the age of adult where i get it where you're like um one day you're not gonna be singing this tune but literally just like a couple short years ago i was like yeah that's kind of other people's problem that's not really like that's not me like you have that kind of pain in those issues because you're older whatever but like i'm healthy i take care of my body like that's that's how like how dumb and selfish and like self-righteous could i have been that i was like yeah that's so funky that like you have those like body things but that's just not really like gonna be a problem in my life and now i'm 24 and i'm like ah 
It's just hard to reconcile that with the fact that I'm also simultaneously the youngest woman on earth. I'm like, uh, I am so young and fun and fresh. How can this be happening to me? I just, yeah, it makes me I feel was... like a big time zillennial where I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I am actually like, we're about to start having high school reunions and that sort of thing on the docket. I'm Shut like, up. um, <laughs> okay, at least that is literally still four years away. That is makes me what? feel better because yes you mean tell like a, a decade tell a decade yes that's when you usually do your first what am i doing a five-year no come on people <laughs> like yeah. you gotta earn it with me but straight up and good for those student council kids that are thinking that are looking down at the, the pipeline of like having to start organize their adult peers into reunions yeah, good thing we joined and dropped out of that freshman year. <laughs> um, but I have just been thinking about the fact that, like, I used to... By the way, before we go any farther, I want you guys to know, we're just doing a catch-up episode today. A happy-go-lucky, just catching up with you, catching up with the fam, just getting the news, the happy. haps on the craps. <laughs> just happy-go-lucky catch-up vibes just, yeah just good good to see you good to hear from you um but i was thinking about how i used to i feel like so often i was like the youngest like i was i feel like i was always like the youngest in the room Is doing whatever twin thing <laughs> no it's not really about you i mean i am the younger twin so slay but no i just like I was the youngest in so many spaces I was involved in, like at work, teaching yoga, doing like photography, doing whatever, all, I don't know, different stuff. And that does sound so pick me, but it's just true. Like I always was getting commented, like people would always comment on and be like, you're so young. You're so young. You're so young. Oh my gosh. How old are you? You, you are so young. And now I'm like, wait one second. I'm slowly, people will still say it once in a while. Once in a while, people will say it about me at the tattoo studio and stuff, but I'm like, I'm slowly but surely not being the youngest with stuff anymore. And that I'm, that's feels like cause for concern, you know? Quinn, just somehow at some point, those comments started to fizzle out. You're like, huh, that's weird. How I'm like, I'm come still the nobody has pointed out that I am doing this thing and but so young and so surprising at my yeah capacity. I'm like, I, this hey, this is still a lot to have co accomplished by 24. Where's the acknowledgement? Someone give me a pat on the back. Like, geez, I do need validation. I do need external validation. I do need support. If it's from a man, I don't want it. No, thank you. Move on, please. Um. But yeah, I need a little pat on the back saying, oh my gosh, you're so young to be so accomplished. Like, I don't know where that energy went. Maybe I'm just not hanging around the right people anymore. I don't know, but it's wearing yeah. on me. Yeah, I do also think that 
it's a little funky how much we like compliment young people especially like young women and then that just starts to fizzle out more like why are we being more generous with our compliments to adults and adult friends and stuff maybe that's not that valid i'm sure people do but straight up in my own experience i'm like every day when i was growing up when we went out in public i feel like people would either say something about our red hair or whatever older people just do that to kids and i guess that's nice and it's usually well-intentioned but i'm like that's funny that i had to i feel that way more of that then than i do now a woman in my mid-20s i still deal with some stuff more like guys being (laughs) inappropriate at you but you get way less just like compliments i still do I don't know. I'm like, cut this out. I get plenty of compliments. I need to shut up. I guess I just some, I feel lucky that I'm a complimented person, but I also feel like I'm yeah. a complimentative person to yeah. others. Or just you friendly. Are you know definitely... how... Sorry, I was just <laughs> saying, you know how often like... <laughs> I love when we interrupt each other and then we both stop for way too long to let the other person go. <laughs> yeah well i just um i'll let you go and we can cut that part out what no we're not cutting it (laughs) you guys you're hearing this with us right now what are you saying because as if i even know what i was gonna say yeah i was gonna say now at this point i lost my train of thought all of that is just too Bro. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Um (laughs) straight up as if I know where (laughs) what I was saying, (laughs) Quinn. You were saying about that people complimented over over complimented and I was saying, yeah, bro, you are a highly complimented person and I've hung around people that will say they're like you get a lot of compliments and i don't know what it is about our energy somehow people want to say nice things to us and little do they know we're the biggest bitches of the earth <laughs> and we don't deserve it. i'm physically no. crying right now i don't know what's happening <laughs> that is not though i th- th- see it because we are complimentable but i'm just like if we're gonna come this is me being a liberal if you're gonna compliment anyone compliment everyone i'm just like i just think there's we can be just generally kinder to strangers and i almost every time i like walk by someone where we're kind of the only people passing on a sidewalk i like at least acknowledge that uh, they exist and smile or say hey or whatever and most people doesn't matter the age group quite honestly people think that older generations are better at responding a lot of the times no i just am flat out getting ignored and that's fine it's just like that's kind of the least of a compliment you could even give someone is just like acknowledge that you see that they exist too yeah again i feel like i guess that's a small town wyoming thing i i feel like i mentioned this on the pod before but my friends will say like my friends in denver will be like 
I like how it, it like I'm feeling self-conscious that it sounds like we're giving ourselves a compliment circle and just don't take it as that because believe me if you think like this if you think we have a big head like just know we're extremely self-deprecating and we're not doing good but my friends will say like just know it's not all sunshine and compliments over here yeah Yeah, there's plenty of dark drab stuff going on but my friends will just be like you're so nice like you always say hi to people and stuff i'm like how literally i guess that is nice and thank you more than anything it now makes me think because i've seen all these like black creators being like why do white people literally look at you and smile with a tight-lipped smile but that is so (laughs) me i literally smile at okay unless it's a man i smile at everybody that i pass i always say hi how are you so i don't know i guess we also were raised with like extremely polite parents who like really cared about teaching us manners uh, so i don't know i don't know exactly which thing it is but i tell you what if i'm not initiating it in this this city i live in no one's acknowledging me when i walk by if i don't initiate i, I might as well be the only person just isolated that feeling like thank goodness i have friends and family because i can't imagine if i didn't because i'm like straight up no one would okay nope i lied again i lied because people do out of the blue like call compliments (laughs) (laughs) so so never mind the point is is there is no plight that we are facing other than sometimes people are not acknowledging when we're passing each other and sometimes they do and sometimes i smile at someone and i regret it and i might as well have pretended they didn't exist and maybe there's something nice about that as well and people i could see how you would feel like yeah i don't need to like give a little smile to everyone i'm walking past and i definitely don't either you know the vibes though um Quinn, there was something that I... You're you're walking past like a big swarm of people and each person just... (laughs) (laughs) Just a quick little smile, smile, smile. (laughs) You're in a silly, goofy mood today, Quinn. (laughs) Yeah, I literally am crying all my face products off, but... (laughs) As if it makes a difference on my fucking acne ass skin right now. Uh. We'll see if we can go an episode without how our parents raised us being brought up. <laughs> I'm like, me yeah, up. my parents raised us to be respectful. <laughs> <laughs> like you fucking oops. Oh here. Ugh. Okay, tell me what you were what you wanted to say something to me. Just that we watched the movie Saltburn independently of each other and I haven't talked to you about it yet. Yeah, well, why don't you head on the conversation cuz all that left me feeling was annoyed and perturbed <laughs> and put off. 
Wow, I experienced it differently. I liked that movie so much, yeah. but it was up. like the menu, like that. How <laughs> my mom, how my mom texted me and was like, "I'm really excited. I'm gonna enjoy a night like a little dinner and a show. We're watching the menu tonight." I was like, "You're gonna hate that movie. What the hell?" Because my mom hates violence. She hates mean, scary, bl- anything, blood, psychological, any bad feelings. And she's like, oh, Riley said it was mostly just really funny and a couple of graphic moments. And I text Riley and I'm yeah. like, are you out of your mind? And Riley's like, no, I did. I really did think that was just like a really funny movie. I'm like, are you literally insane? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Yes, I think that it was, too. It's like, obviously the actual content of the movie is disturbing, but it mostly wasn't graphic. Like, it had a couple graphic... It had a couple graphic moments, but it wasn't like one of those movies, like a war movie or something, where there's constant, like, actual graphic scenes. It just makes you uncomfortable, but the whole thing is a parody. Uncomfortable? Uncomfortable? Um, Trigger (laughs) warning? Suicide? Yeah, someone literally standing in front of a restaurant opens their mouth and kills themselves? Like... Yeah, I'd call that a pretty graphic moment. Yes, that part was horribly disturbing. And that was a part that made me feel very upset. But the whole movie is less upsetting because it is such a like parody, such a satire about a situation to happen. Like it is not supposed, at least this is how I experienced it. I didn't feel like it was supposed to feel like this is actually playing out in the world happening to people a movie like taken or something this is just such an like an exaggeration of the production of like a fine dining restaurant like that so i found that it was able to be funny because i too have been driven delusional and to the point of psychopathy from working a decade in the service industry and so it's just Yes, I did find it funny. I also had concerns about mom not liking it, though, which I did express. And that's why yeah. I was texting about it in the first place. But I know that mom has also worked those sorts of jobs. And she's a smart lady that would be, like, understanding the vibe of the script. And it was good acting. I thought it was a good movie. So I did think she would like it, even if it was upsetting. Okay, well, maybe you just are a smarter person than me because that is not how I was reading things. Like, I get that now that you're talking about it. I mean, I guess I got it then too, but I... Even though you know that the concept is not like, oh, this is a real world issue happening, it was still very, very scary thinking like oh, I got invited to this experience and then you're literally locked, trapped on an island, can't get off, and are sure to die. Like that, yes, absolutely. Nobody would like that. 
it i didn't recommend for them to watch it i just had just seen it and then they said they were going to so i was like okay well we'll see who knows how she'll feel what i would not recommend either of our parents to watch would be saltburn yet i thought that was such a good movie it was just very the cinematography it was so well shot as a photographer i'm sure you could also appreciate just like the scenes that they did and i loved watching it and it also was an interesting psychological movie because the main character does horrible disgusting evil things like murder and sexual assault and just bad bad stuff but they do not make him like severely unlikable it's just i don't know it's a very well written movie i loved the casting everyone played their parts great in fact you feel bad for him to begin with i was literally speaking up being like um stop bullying why are people being mean to the nerd literally like let nerds live and he is cute enough and he's just trying to do his freaking schoolwork and find friends like why are people being like this and then i was like um i am so sorry i did not know <laughs> you're just I like oh I... <laughs> I did not mean to be an apologist for well-off white men that are just creeps oops um yeah no but i did i did like i thought it and a hundred percent i thought it was produced very well i thought it was the acting was great like it's definitely a movie that you're like this is high quality like this you did obviously a good job yes. and i did love his dancing scene at the end oh, okay. tbh yeah. but i do think it's weird for people to be like not weird whatever i guess like when you're doing um like award shows and whatever you kind of the humor that you make we're not even talking about joey what's his nuts fuck face no, i'm sorry Move like, on. <laughs> you guys also i'm saying the f word like the fact that i have been saying shiz and stuff like that's so not me i just don't know if i can keep it up i'll try Your i don't know is immaculate it's, it's diminishing and i don't know you guys i'm sorry if the f word hurts your feelings i'm so sorry um but yeah he obviously obviously he was an idiot but um in general like i don't know i i guess i understand you have to make very direct jokes that like really you can't that don't go over people's heads when you're hosting this kind of thing but even to me being like everyone has seen your penis did you like did you think about the elephant in the room is your penis and i'm like can we not have like an art piece where someone's naked and not be like boobs penis vagina like yep we all know he was naked it was why do we again have to like dumb it down and be like whoa whoa naked like really we we were just trying to enjoy that part of the not even enjoy it that there's a penis just enjoy that that was obviously a cool scene to end out the movie like 
comes like, let me just sit back and enjoy my penis. It doesn't have to be such a silly (laughs) thing. (laughs) But you know what I mean? It's like, okay, what are you doing? Like, drawing a penis in your notebook? Like, literally get over it. (laughs) Yes. Like, have you seen the statue of David? Like, do you come home and be like, yeah, and there was David's penis. Like, (laughs) God. (laughs) stop doing that look it's kind of a half Jennifer Coolidge voice (laughs) Uh, needed to compose myself after that but yeah I totally agree I didn't actually see any of that stuff and I don't watch any of the award shows but um, that is just stupid also it's like that was such a sleigh and that made that movie go harder than it had to the murder on the dance floor scene we are just like again i know all the horrible things that you have done and that you're a sick depraved person but that is groovy and you have to respect that he's vibing out there and also i was just a good choice i thought yeah, and even for an actor of his um, caliber, whatever, like, that is cool for him to have made that decision because so many actors, like, decide, no, I'm never going to be naked in a movie. Like, that is a decision you're making in your career that can make things really good or, like, could detract in some ways to some people in Hollywood. Um but I thought that was sweet. Also, it was a sleigh that... Oh, gosh, what's her name? How am I going to now forget it? Literally, the comedian who did the... Who is a Chelsea lady Handler? that... Yes, Chelsea Handler. That I had no idea that she and... What's his name? Joe Coy or some stupid thing. But that they are exes <laughs> and that she... Confirmation. <laughs> sorry yeah i'm being such a brat about it but i'm like sorry you literally were horrible weren't even funny at all and 10 days is enough for me to create a masterpiece so get over it but she i love that she came in and she just like stomped and he was left just like in the rubble and um also i just wanted to quickly mention how hilarious she was on the season of selling sunset the last season she was just absolutely roasting people and i feel like selling sunset always has like one or two little like celebrity appearances and how she was like (laughs) to jason being like oh nice yeah do you do you read your sorry was it your daughter like bedtime stories at night (laughs) to fall asleep talking about mari lou that was chelsea handler yeah oh i thought it was a different comedian Mm -mm. hmm yeah i remember who you're talking about i just didn't remember that and again i didn't watch these so i didn't know that chelsea handler did well but i like a lot of her comedy little like things that i've seen just clips of um but i didn't really watch much of the commentary of the movie and especially being off tiktok i think that's nice for that because i just had such a fresh slate going into it 
that it didn't I didn't expect it to be one way or another and that movie talk about being uncomfortable is deeply uncomfortable but it was so beautifully done that I just enjoyed watching it and then I finally got around to watching the Austin Butler Elvis movie Quinn oh I had forgotten that you hadn't seen that um and I want to watch Priscilla as well but I yeah unfortunately Sean and I were slurping up some spaghetti watching um a salt burn and literally just uh, <laughs> let it out fall out of our mouths during a certain scene. that is not an eating movie <laughs> no yeah we were like oh dinner and a show no would not recommend make sure as little nausea as you can have entering the film would be suggested yeah i had some big nauseous moments myself as well and i am prone to those so i was like okay there were a few moments where i was having to really fight but um elvis i thought was good i thought that it was longer than it needed to be and that it was pretty heavy-handed like i didn't expect that to be their storytelling and cinematography like choices there was a lot sometimes it was a little i don't know i just thought it was funny it came off as like a kind of more for like a kids show vibe even though it didn't have yeah those themes but um i know i thought I, the, like the intro and everything was interesting that like how they started telling the story was with whatever his agent or whatever it's called before we 100 yes, percent move on i have to say this real quick about saltburn and then we can move on forever um i saw a tattoo of him in the slurping scene that said boy dinner oh, <laughs> oh my god tattooed <laughs> Uh, I hope they're happy with it. <laughs> by the um, drain. <laughs> yeah. His face that's... by the drain. It said boy dinner. And let me tell you, drinking, we don't even have to talk about this very much, but I'm, all I'm saying is I'm not shaming anyone for drinking water. I am sh sh shaming everyone yeah. that feels comfortable with putting their lips up to a top drain. Like, I don't even want to see that thing. I just, yeah, no, that's gnarly. That is gnarly. Yeah, well, I know I'm really wanting to take a little trip to the cinema personally. Um, the last time we did it was for Barbie, which was great, but Oh, well, no, I went with you guys actually when we went, when we were with grandma. Um, and that was like the cutest experience ever, other than, again, the movie we saw. Gosh. <laughs> Seriously. Us, us not, not with knowing, our grandma like, and mom. Yeah, and our poor cousin, like, that was just, uh, <laughs> but that movie theater absolutely slaps. It's this really cute old 
movie theater that's in the upstairs of this like really dope victorian building and they've collected like really cute vintage velvet couches and they up front you can order a bowl of popcorn and i love it because it's in like a glass reusable bowl or whatever and a huge bowl and they make you a huge serving of popcorn and then there's like a legit toppings bar that has like parmesan cheese all sorts of different seasoning and flavors like there's hot sauce there's yeah it just slaps soy sauce to spray on there yeah like literally so good that was our dinner it's delish and girl dinner yeah that is a girl dinner i can get behind um but i've just been wanting to go to the movies again and i know like apparently zach efron is in iron claw or something and that's supposed to be really good and shoot there's another one what's the other one i'm people always I tell see me the bob marley biopic oh we know <laughs> did i already say that we, yeah twice oh my gosh that's but because every know, time i've gone to the movies to recently that has played on the commercial and i'm like yeah you already got me i want to see it you guys i can't believe there hasn't been one i've never seen a commercial of it i've never seen if you hadn't told me about it i would have never known that's so funny that it was um but yeah there's some good movies that are coming out that i've been wanting to see as well but i just haven't having some good home screenings recently and you guys are obviously thinking i'm deranged at this point for my taste in movies the way (laughs) i have described it but with elvis i just thought that it was when he was young elvis i'm like okay hot i've definitely gotten behind elvis in a different way where i'm like okay i didn't know that you were as fun and fresh and sexy which compelled me to look back at some photos of young Elvis and I'm like yeah no wonder he was so popular he's so good looking and absolutely and talented and uh, yada yada whatever he's a problematic character I get that I'm just saying just based off of that of course you're gonna start getting fangirls and if he has (laughs) it just was the knife into the sternum that he had a twin that died at birth I never knew that of course, that is triggering Me information. Neither. Well, it says Me that neither. at the beginning Why of the movie. Why have people let that go? Like, oh my gosh, do you not care about the twin? Why is that not a known fact? Like, Jesus. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, imagine if that twin had not died at birth and if they had been musicians together heartthrobs. Yeah, but do you think that one of them, that almost makes me sad because, like, would what if elvis was really the talented one and then the other was just in the shadows <laughs> and it's like no if the one of them is going to have a more dull sparkle then they should just die <laughs> oh no that is not how i feel at all <laughs> yeah no i just think that it would have been a good thing quinn i don't know I don't know if they both would have had the same thing, but you got to think that if there was one twin like Elvis, then the other one was probably going to be pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay, can we change subjects? Because I have something I want to (laughs) say. Yeah, please. 
I did not know. And you guys, I just feel like the judgment getting like you're turning on, you're warming it up. Like I can feel it's preheating. I did not know that people made Finstagrams to stalk other people. I did not know that there was such thing as making a fake Instagram account to use to like, I never made the connection. I only thought people made Finstas that were like, oh yeah, like I'll only let a certain number of people follow me because it's just like my trashy whatever content. I didn't know people were making Finstagrams like of full on trying to attempt to be untraceable to stalk exes and like bully people online and stuff. I guess the bullying people online, I had thought, but I didn't think of like a normal average bear having a Finstagram account that was like a, for, for stalking people. Yeah, I don't know if that is normal or average. And if it is, I've got some questions for everybody because I have Are now we... heard it been talked about on multiple... I swear it was one of those things where like I never knew about it until I did. And then I heard on multiple podcasts of people with hundreds of thousands of followers, them talking about it, that they're all like, yeah, duh, obviously. I Obviously, I do that. Oh, maybe people that have like a bigger following because they're wanting to like be able to do things privately because people no, they're will, like no like, i could obviously never stalk my ex on my own profile because they see your story if you have viewed their stories and stuff and about the love is blind remember like th that lydia like freaking uche brought it up about lydia that he's like my friend saw her on stories and people talking about it were like girl this is why all of us have a finstagram we all do this we all stalk friends and exes and stuff but we don't do it under our name yeah yeah i guess i that's something that i just can't relate to because i don't like have people that I want to go and watch their stuff that I wouldn't want them to know but I can see someone doing that I just think that for your own benefit you have to have some boundaries with being online and if there's stuff that you pretty much wouldn't be proud of that you're going to take an action on socials then you maybe just shouldn't do it you shouldn't just do it under an anonymous account but not for something like watching people's stories but if you're like yeah i can't comment this mean thing on my account yeah just don't do it at all yeah obviously and also i've heard i don't really listen to call her daddy um but i did listen to the one with trisha paytas because i've been honestly so into trisha she's so funny um <laughs> and, and so i listened to that and one of like the call her daddy listeners wrote in and was like yeah so i don't even remember the whole thing but like they basically commented on their friend's thing like they made a post a comment on their friend's thing talking about 
nobody likes you you're like friend you're hopping to different friend groups and it's confusing everybody and like no one even likes you anymore and she thought it was on her fake instagram but it wasn't and or either it wasn't or it was super easy to find her or something i forget exactly but i'm like can you imagine who you're the red flag if you are someone trolling and commenting on someone else like that is weird why are you hate commenting on anyone's thing ever is my question yeah but like it's like also to your friend like i didn't know you were gonna know that was for me it's like that doesn't make me feel better yeah like you're gonna comment that anyway um but also i don't even know like why am i even bringing it up because i'm a terrible storyteller in this way and i won't even be able to tell you the story because i don't even know it but apparently it's like a big drama right now one of the housewives seasons i've never watched housewives so i don't even know their names but one of the housewives was caught by another one trolling like she had been trolling her yeah like city comments and stuff yeah 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 and also with grown-ups too um, it's just like no one should be doing that but i get why like teenagers think that they can or like college students but when you're dealing with a group of these women that are like in their 40s or whatever i'm just like oh shoot i guess if you don't work on this stuff then you just do grow up and continue to be a brat because um maturity is not only a thing that comes with age i'm like i just find it crazy because i can't imagine how i would react if one of my close friends that like i thought i knew well was creating fake accounts and like bullying our other people in our group of friends and other people like being mean to who i would be like what yeah in the world it's literally bad enough when you have a friend that doesn't interact with your content (laughs) like that pisses me off enough to then have a friend like interacting negatively (laughs) with your content like go out of their way to make you feel badly um yeah well was that all you really had to say about that Mm -hmm. um i was just thinking that i can't remember clearly you remember better what's been said on the podcast or not lord knows how much i must repeat the same things to you if i do it on the podcast this often but i can just never remember what was a thought or what was something i actually said and talked about so did you talk about the fact that you went to the sam smith concert on here i feel like that literally might have been like in one of our first episodes if i ever did because that was before we ever released our first episode yeah so but i was just looking back on and thinking about the year and i was like <laughs> quinn saw sam smith yeah that was a major slay it was literally an incredible performance they were amazing they slayed they shook them naked booty cheeks on stage camera zoomed in projected like it was so sick and i mean as good as you can imagine a vocalist sounding on stage like just think better it was literally fabulous 
Ugh, I wanted to be there so badly. Quinn and I have loved their music since they first came out. Gives me major nostalgia vibes, too, with their old stuff. But this latest album, Gloria, would have just been take take you to church to the club to the disco to the grave type music and i haven't gone to like a i'm about to say i was about to lie i was about to lie a lot but i would love to see some more concerts like that this year i did get to see some good concerts but i i didn't see you can't compare different artists someone like that like you said as a vocalist they are just so powerful it's such a different experience than going to more of the like fun party concert or more of a like country that vibe concert they're just so different yeah we should go while you're in denver because riley's gonna come spend a good little chunk at my house this spring which i'm so stoked about um but yeah we should definitely look at what's going to who's going to be here and also the coachella lineup dropped you may have heard or seen and i just still i'm like i wonder if i'm ever going to do that in my life yeah i was gonna say not that that even applies to me but (laughs) yeah like first of all i would so much rather go to stagecoach why am i blank yes stagecoach um i'm sure that would be sick but i almost feel like with how much people talk about how hot it is and how hard it is to get water how hard it is to get food how expensive i'm like i don't know like i just don't know that that's the financial thing i want to commit to it almost to me i guess maybe i'm just not enough into the party seen whatever that that like is so enticing to me and i'm not knocking it if you get to go that's beautiful and if you're excited about it i'm sure it is lit honestly and it's probably sick i just feel like for me personally i'd rather spend my money on like a different trip or literally just going to california to enjoy the beach and some good food that's just more my speed I think that I we're just less like festival kind of people. I'd rather go to a concert because almost always when I see a lineup for a festival, it's like I have a couple artists I want to see and it's always fun to see music, but I know I'm going to feel exhausted. It's hot. It's crazy busy. Like my anxiety is through the roof when you're in crowds like that. Like it's just it's so intense and it's expensive and yeah i'm sure there's such fun things about it but it's just something i've never had a big pull to especially for the cost and this lineup i'm not gonna lie i'm not feeling like oh that would be the one to go to i think that there are good artists playing and of course if you're planning on going or someone is i'm sure they're gonna have a great time but it wasn't one that really for me as a individual music listener that I'm wild about and I don't know like DJs really or listen to that sort of music some people that do were saying like oh these are gonna be great DJs and other sets and so if that excites you that's great obviously I would love to see Lana Del Rey but I'd rather just go to her concert 
Yeah, I would love to see Lana Del Rey. And I am genuinely sure that if I went, I bet I would have a great time. Like, I'm sure I would think it was an amazing experience. I just don't have the motivation to make it work to go. Also, before moving on from Lana Del Rey, unfortunately, we do need to acknowledge that the Valentine's Skims campaign with Lana Del Rey was a ginormous, ginormous success. And you guessed it. It's like oh. <laughs> very, yep. very cool. Did love so they did nail the imagery. Yep. Lana also just is such a little earth angel that. What are you supposed to do? She's gonna photograph well. Sexy, She's gonna have a gorgeous. cute, like retro aesthetic and. Yeah, it was very convincing marketing. (laughs) Yep. I'm also actually getting really excited for Valentine's Day. And I just love, like, I mean, I love it with Sean. I really do. I love that about it. But I just love the feeling of happiness and love and getting excited. And I love, I've always loved hearts. I just think hearts are so cute. And also, like, actually making Valentine's is such a cute activity. So fun and so cute. Like, watercolor, some little pink and purple stuff. Like, I don't know. I just, I love Valentine's Day. It's such a good feeling little winter holiday to me. And I'm really excited because, well, I guess who knows? We'll see if Sean pursued getting us a reservation at the place that I let him know multiple times. I was very interested in going and I told him ahead of time. It is literally midway through January and I said, now's the time to act. I'm telling you, this place is going to get full. This is the time to act. So I'm excited. And I just feel like before, I know I'm the one preaching who said, I have the ocean blues. I am feeling, I am missing the beach. I am very excited for when the time comes that I'm able to put my little toesies in some sand and plunge under a crystal clear wave. But... I've also been thinking, let's not wish this time away yet because, you know, we're still in January. It's it's still winter, you guys. And I've just been getting excited being like, you know what? Let's 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 get cozy. Let's just embrace it. Let's keep feeling like, "Ooh, cozy. I get to snuggle under a fluffy duvet with like I can even have another blanket on and a little sweatshirt and some slippers and socks and like wearing a braid with a little beanie on my head (laughs) like i am just liking the cozy vibes so let's embrace it and not wish our life away and wish hot cocoa season away please everyone don't forget now is the time that you can be making your sipping cocoa maybe a little spiced mocha (laughs) (laughs) from last episode people are like Okay, are you sure you want to bring that up? <laughs> um, but yeah, we had a little snowstorm in Charlottesville and it did humble me <laughs> because we have not been used to getting snow out here and it's not a lot of snow, but I get why these southerners and these east coasters are like 
of the snow because when people are not prepared for that it is an issue i was not even able to get my little two-wheel drive car a block from my house when i desperately needed food or groceries and was like everything was shut down you couldn't order something off of uber eats or doordash (laughs) the gym was closed (laughs) like it was just on red alert and it was really not that serious but it was nice to have a little blanket of snow everywhere it then did proceed to get very soggy and melty and then harden into ice but then today it was snowing a little too and i was like okay it's easy to embrace winter when it's so magical when you're reminded of what it's like when big flakes of snow are coming down because we didn't get that all last winter living here and it provides such a vibe, such a je ne sais quoi. I just am a, I love the like quiet crunch of the snow, if you will, when you're walking down the street. And this was Raji's first snow, so that was really cute. I think that's a big part of this, is it's been so fun watching him learn about snow. <laughs> He's so cute, snorfling it up all along the walk. Like Riley sent a video and he just has his head down the whole time, just snorfling, snorfling it up. Yeah, he believes that it's his duty to do the snow removal for Albemarle County. He's like, oh my gosh, gotta pick up all this stuff. And when it falls on him, like he'll walk under a bush and, you know, the branch will fall and snow falls on him. He is like, what the? Hey. <laughs> Trying to shake it off him. He is not used to that. Oh. That's so cute. Yeah, I love, honestly, the wintertime with my horses. Like, they just, they look so beautiful in the snow, and running in the snow is so cool. But, I mean, there's lots of hardship and work that goes in in the winter, um, and, like, safety concern and just extra money, just throwing hay at them all the time. Like, Sean and I are like thousands of dollars um but i love it sean yesterday had to go get another um load of hay and he built a contraption of course what can we expect from sean nothing less than for him to have built a contraption to slide the bales from the bed of the truck to into our barn because i will say it's a ton of hay. It's a ton, li- literally, a ton of hay. It's very heavy. It's a lot. Yeah, like 2,000 pounds. Yes, <laughs> like many, many much hay. So I thought it was so funny and love that he did that. I'm like, good for you. That <laughs> way to take initiative. And our hay is just stacked. I love seeing our barn full of hay, like just stacked so perfectly. Did I have anything to do with it? Nope. But I get to walk in there and be like, ah, just stacked perfectly. Also, that if there's a thing to make a contraption for it is that because sometimes carrying a bale, you are just like, I know that I'm being this little country girl, but sometimes I don't want to have to carry this and it does hurt my fingies. And especially when my fingies are cold, I I do wish that my husband would step in and do this for me because 
it's not feeling like my task and my moment but somehow yet i do it and i do it for the babies (sighs) yeah they are all very happy and lucky that they have parents that love them so much and I do have a problem with my goats. I have a bone to pick. They are such hay wasters and I'm sick of it. And there's nothing we can do. It's just the way it is. They're just so picky. They are so picky about their hay. And I'm like, hello, hello. Like, why why did you like that piece, but not this piece? This is good quality hay. I got you because you're a goat. You're supposed to eat even the brambles and the rocks. You're supposed to be in there in the trenches, my little goats. Yeah. And they're like, don't worry, mommy. We do like that stuff. Just not the extremely expensive hay that you buy us. And that is what you have to supplement and have to feed us all through the winter. But I am getting excited for when it comes spring and summertime, and we are going to be moving those things around like little lawnmowers. They are going to be eating up all the weeds, all the thistles, and they are going to love it, and they are going to be grateful. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. Well, Quinn, you know what I'm thinking is... We have made a delightfully succinct episode, and maybe it's the afternoon that we lean into that because we all know my little hound dog has an intuition for these things, like when I start the podcast or when I'm trying to have some alone time and peace. And so if we can anticipate that happening before he does, we're all the better for it. Yeah, well, it has been a lovely catch up and... I hope you all are enjoying being, you know, we're coming up on the end of January. You hang in there, get yourself a happy light if you need it. Literally, no, be a content queen, be a slay content queen and get yourself a little ring light that you can turn on, shine in those eyeballs, get you nice and awake. And <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if we can endorse that message. <laughs> um, what, shine what's the ring light the in difference? your eyeballs. What's even the difference between a happy light and a ring light? One is just like advertising. Yeah, it seems like use the ring light. It's multifunctional. Yeah, that's true. But you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. Go check out our Instagram at the Q&R code. Check out my Instagram, Quinn Liljestrom, L-I-L-J-E-S-T-R-O-M, and Tattoo by Quinn. I also have TikToks, both Tattoo by Quinn and my personal more horse mama, ranch mama lifestyle, Quinn's Equines. Um, And check out Riley at Riley Liljestrom. She's super easy, super simple. Um, (laughs) And you guys... It would be so great if you have a moment to rate and review our podcast. It means so much. Or even just on our Instagram to be liking our stuff, um, you know, liking our stories, any sort of that interaction really helps and it goes such a long way. And we truly appreciate the support. 
Absolutely. And now that Quinn said we are almost at the end of January, I will be off to post my uh, 2023 recaps. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, look forward to that. And um, I hope that you have a very happy rest of your week and talk to you guys soon. Bye. Mwah. Bye. Thank you.